Hello and welcome to the High on Health podcast, where we deep dive into the fascinating world of gut health and everything in between. This is Dina Selina and I am your host. I am a registered nutritionist and on a mission to empower and educate people to achieve better health and happiness. If you want to thrive in life, you are in the right place. But before we dive in, here's a quick reminder that information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Now let's get into the show. Guys, let's have some serious chat because this is probably the fifth time I've been trying to record this first episode of my new brand new podcast and every single time I try to do it, it just haven't gone to plan. I've either just kind of like lost words, didn't know what to say. I actually recorded a few that I was going to go ahead with, but then I listened back at them and I just sound so nervous. And of course, I know with podcasting, it might take a few times before you get the hang of it. It is a skill and it's just one of those things like you just got to do it and then you practice and you get better at it every single time. So let's hope you will hear this one because I've tried so many times now and I think I'm going to stick to this one. Anyways, welcome to the first episode on High on Health. This podcast is going to be, you know, a bit more like deep dive into topics I speak about on Instagram because there's always just so much you can say on Instagram and you can't always get the full picture and there's only so much text and video you can say. And I think with the podcasting, it's just a bit more like intimate. We can chat, like I chat into your ear right now. You're listening to me and it's a bit more personal and I can kind of like explain things a bit more in depth. So this is what we're doing with this podcast. If you follow me for a while, you probably have seen that I've had a podcast before and that was back in 2020. I don't really know what happened. I think I had three or four episodes and I quite enjoyed it and had so great feedback from them as well. But I think that, yeah, it was just literally COVID happened, the pandemic happened. I went to Norway for five weeks and I just kind of fell off it. And didn't really, to be fair, 2020, I barely worked at all. So there's no surprise the podcast didn't survive. And I've been meaning to start a new one for about a year now, I think. And now we're here. Now it's happening. Because as I said, I want to share more information. I want to get deep and personal. And I want to, you know, share my thoughts and beliefs and feelings and just dig deeper into different health topics because I think it's one of those things like you can get so confusing and so overwhelming with all the different like health advice, nutritional advice online. And it's a bit like, who should you listen to? Should you even listen to me? I like to be very transparent when it comes to things. And I'd be like, this is what the science says. This is my own beliefs. This is anecdotal evidence I got from clients or myself and the thing about nutrition you always have to kind of change or be open-minded towards your beliefs or what you your theories even because there's stuff I said this year that I wouldn't have said last year or the year before or advice I gave five years ago that I would never give out now such as being plant-based that's like one of them that I've completely changed my mindset to because I've learned more I've educated myself there's new, new studies I've read and so on so it's very important to be flexible in the nutrition space and I just want to kind of get that out there that you have to be also flexible when it comes to nutrition space 
thing is, I can say something today and you will uh, maybe disagree with it because it goes against with your beliefs or it uh, maybe not even resonates with you, but then, you know, years goes by, your months goes by, your weeks goes by, it really depends. And you might be like, ah, oh, that's what Dina meant with that. Ah, oh, that makes so much more sense now. Because you kind of like, you always have to evolve and kind of just understand things in a different way. And it's just, just how it is with nutrition. I think with a lot of other things as well. So it's not just with nutrition. Anyways, that was a bit of a side note there. But before we get into the episode today, I want to share you with you my latest health obsession. And this is a thing I want to start doing with this podcast as well, to share my latest health obsession, because I have this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm just doing that constantly. And this just makes me feel so good. And I try out a new thing and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I need to tell the world. But this one is, it might, it's, it's a little bit, it's not embarrassing. It's a little bit, it's not that exciting really, but it's going to bed early. <laughs> so I been like going to bed at eight o'clock and I know you might be like Dina that sounds so sad but honestly guys it's changing my full day it's changed my sleep I mean like it's a hundred times better a thousand times better and I'll, I won't go to sleep at 8 30 well I've had I've had done I've done that a few times but it's I'll go to sleep well I'll get ready maybe I get start getting ready at eight or 7.30 and I will get into bed and I might read something or I might just do something just yeah kind of like wind wind down before sleeping and I go to sleep and then I wake up at like five and I just feel so good and I just I can, I'm so productive I just get so much done I feel happier I feel more energetic and it's just because I get such a good sleep because I I like to go to bed early. And even if I go to bed at like 10 or 11, 11 is probably not that early anymore, but I don't get the same amount of like proper deep sleep, okay? It's, it's honestly just re- revolutionized my sleep. So try it out. It doesn't mean you have to go to bed at eight, guys. Like I think nine, nine is the perfect time. And it rhymes as well start going to bed early like if you can't go to sleep at that time just get up really early one morning like five half five and then you you will automatically feel tired as soon as you start to feel tired in the evening just go to sleep like trust me it will change your life because it's changed mine and I used to be a night owl now I'm a morning person now I love the mornings mornings is my favorite time of the day so that's a wee tip for you there anyways Today, I kind of just want to like introduce myself in a way, and I maybe want to share my story with health, nutrition, and what, yeah, what led me to this moment or this path, because I have always been interested, obsessed, passionate about health, wellness, nutrition. I think you start off with being skinny, and I think that's one of those things most women uh, experience and men but I obviously grew up in the 90s and we, we it was that was a time that you wanted to be like sl- like skinny like thin really really skinny and I remember my family as well has always been kind of like interested my dad especially interested in like health we had like health books nutrition books around the house that I was always really interested in but I think I was always 
always kind of like pressured, not pressured, but encouraged to eat healthy. And as I am from Norway, we eat really healthy there. Better than the UK, you'd say. Our, you know, our diets are a lot more nutritional balanced, higher in protein, more fish, more fruit and vegetables than the UK. But I was kind of like told to eat quite healthy. Although I still had McDonald's and all that kind of stuff as well and sweets. I was uh, actually a bit of a chubby child (laughs) when I was younger. I think my highest weight was maybe like 80 kilos. I'm currently 65 for reference, but obviously that's quite different because I was a teenager, child, and now I'm an adult. But around that time when, you know, I was starting to come into puberty and I want to become thin, eating disorders happened, you know, starving myself, throwing up. It wasn't like severe, severe that it was like affecting my health. It was more like I lost weight and I looked slimmer and that was kind of it. But obviously it's not healthy for a teenage girl to starve herself or throw up. Well, this was kind of on and off for years. And I think when I was about 15, that's when I was kind of like, right, this this throwing up, this starving myself is not really working out. It's not very pleasant. Anyone that's had eating disorders know this. It's not a nice place to be. And I was like, right, this is not working. What else can we do? And I kind of got into the training and bodybuilding era. I can't remember exactly how I figured it out, but I decided to join the gym and I decided to pay for a diet plan and nutritional diet plan from a PT and do it that way. And it was kind of like classic, you know, oats, protein shakes, eggs, meats, like pretty standard. It was like a decent one to kind of like introduce myself into the training and fitness and health world. And, you know, I was like 15 years, 15 year old girls drinking protein shakes and going to the gym lifting. And I lost about 10 kilos in a month or two. I think it was a month or two. It was something insane. It just fell off me. And that wasn't me doing anything like crazy dieting or anything like that. I just ate what the diet plan said and trained what my training plan said. And I obviously had no clue because I was 15 years old. I just, you know, did what I could. And that just like made the weight just fall off me. Now, obviously, again, I was 15, 16 year old, so I was still growing as well. But anyways, I got into that space and I was in the training space for quite some years afterwards until I was about 19. And that's when I decided to move away from Norway and move to Tenerife for a gap year. Now, the gap year turned into four years and I wasn't planning to, um, well, let me rewind. When I first moved to Tenerife, it w- I was 19. I got my first job at the party strip. So you can imagine how little training I was doing. It was alcohol um, every day for about two months. So completely fell off training. And I don't actually remember how, you know, I actually do remember. It took me probably two years after moving into Tenerife. So at age 20, maybe a year and a half actually, at age 20, before I started going to the gym again. And around that time, I actually had a boyfriend and we broke up and I went on a juice fast. 
this is my first time I went on a juice fast and I lost so much weight. I think it was like, I think I nearly did 14 days. I did something called the master cleanse, the one that Beyonce has done. I do not recommend it. Don't do it. It's not healthy. There's much easier, better ways to do a juice fast than that one. But it did kick start my health journey again. Like, cause I'd gain a lot of weight. I can't remember how much I weighed at the time, but I did not have a good body. I did not feel comfortable on my own skin and I was not healthy. I was not eating healthy. It was a lot of alcohol and diet, diet Cokes, Red Bulls, vodka Red Bulls. You know, it was not a healthy lifestyle when I was living in Tenerife. But I then got back into training like properly and I joined a gym again and I started lifting and I think it was, this was about two, two years in, two and a half years, three years in, something like that. I don't remember the exact dates, but at the end of the time I was in Tenerife, I decided to get a personal trainer and properly get into it because I wanted to like get abs and I wanted to like look fit and feel fit and all that. So I paid for a personal trainer and I started training with him for some time and then I was like, can I do a bikini fitness competition? And he's just like, I asked us a bit like, can I? Like, he's probably gonna say no, but I'm just gonna ask just cause I don't know. Cause I never thought of myself having abs or looking like those fit girls. I just felt that was unattainable, that couldn't happen. But I wanted to see if there was a possibility and I wanted to kind of like get confirmation from someone else. And I asked him and he's just like, yeah, of course you can. And I was like, oh, okay. Like how, when, what? And we decided on a, a competition I can't remember how far away. I think it was like five months away. And I was like, fuck, let's do it. Let's do it. And we started training for it and I started dieting for it. And within, guys, within like a month or two, I had abs and I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that Dina Selena Danielson had abs. Like it was one of those moments just like, holy fuck, I did it, right? And I was like, fuck, I can do this. I can do this. Excuse my swearing. I swear a lot. So if there's children or about, listen to this in your earphones. But I was like, holy shit. Right, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. So I just went into it. I was doing the proper strict, like, fitness, bikini fitness, like, bro code diet. or no, Not bro code, you know, whatever. You, I can't remember what it's called. But you guys know who's in the fitness space. I was like chicken and rice, chicken and rice, protein shakes, you know, couldn't have any sugar. Uh, I was doing intense training. I got really, really, really skinny. I have photos of it and I was a stick, right? I didn't have many muscle, many muscles. I didn't have much muscles. It was because I didn't have much muscle from before and I kind of just threw myself into it. So I literally just got so lean that I could see the little muscle I had in my abs, obviously. But I didn't have glutes. Like I'm, I was not blessed with either boobs or bum. Like I'm one of those, uh, uh, I'm one of those unfortunate girls. And now I'm working on my bum. I have the, I have a bit of a peach now, but and obviously my boobs are silicone. But yeah, I was one of those girls that's not been blessed by either. So I was just literally just flat everywhere. But I did my first competition 
And I placed third out of three girls. I was not not near any any shape like the other girls were. But it was an experience. But I felt so like down because I wasn't happy with my performance. So I was like, right, I want to do it again. Anyways, during this time, I actually had a restaurant in Tenerife as well. It was like a health restaurant with a wine bar best of my both worlds in one anyways I got bored of this restaurant so I decided to sell it and I wanted to move to the UK and go to uni anyways during this time I was just like I don't know why I want to study because I was just tired of the uh, beach lifestyle I want to go and get a degree I want to figure out what I'm going to do with my life because what I was doing was not what I wanted to do so I was speaking to a friend of mine of this and he's just like and this is during all this fitness training and the bikini fitness and he was like Dina, you should become a personal trainer. And I was just like, nah, I don't want to be a personal trainer. Like, that just sounds boring. Just, just doesn't feel right for me. And then I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, I should become a nutritionist. Yes, that's what I should do. That's what I should do. And it just kind of like a heart moment, it clicked. And I was just like, right, let's look at what nutrition degrees there's out there. So I originally wanted to move to London, but I decided against it. Well, I did not decide against it. I realized I can't do it because I want to live by myself with two pets in London on a student budget. And that's obviously not going to happen. So I was like, okay, where else in the UK am I going to move? And I was just like, "Mm, Edinburgh. Been to Edinburgh before, loved it, want to go there. So I decided on Edinburgh and then I looked up nutrition courses in Edinburgh. And one of them was Queen Margaret University. And then I was like, right, let's look up the modules. What is this whole nutrition course about? And it was like biochemistry, biology, immunity, um, all those kind of like like organic chemistry. What the fuck is that? I was just like, I was not a sciencey girl. I had no idea what this like what that was. Like I I barely did any science in school in Norway, so I was like. I can't do that. That's not happening. This is not, I'm not a science person. I'm not like, I'm not even academic. I never seen myself as an academic person. So I kind of put that, you know, put that thought away because I was just like, I can't, I can't do the science a bit because I thought that nutrition course is all going about food and diet, you know, is, is not about that. It's, well, it's a very small percentage of it, but it's mostly, it's a science degree. It's very heavily science-based and you have to learn exactly how the body works along with the many other things. And I was like, okay, I can't do that. And then I was sitting on it for a while and I thought, you know what, let's look at it again. And then I look at it again and I spoke to some friends and maybe my family and I just like, you know what, Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. It's a challenge. It's a challenge, you know? I like to set myself challenges because I'm very stubborn. If you tell me I can't do anything, I'll I'll do anything I can to do it, okay? So then I thought, you know what? I'm going to apply. If I get in, great. If I don't get it, doesn't matter. So I sold my bar. I moved out, moved out of my flat. I brought the pets over to the UK. I booked a one-way flight ticket to Edinburgh. I stayed with a friend for the first first few weeks and I found myself my first flight in Edinburgh and then I looked for a job because I moved to Edinburgh without knowing I'm going to uni so I thought I'm either going to work here or study here I figure out along the way my first job I got a job here a desk job pension administrator how fancy 
Within one week of moving to Edinburgh, I got accepted into Queen Margaret University to do my nutrition degree. So I was like, yes, perfect, perfect. Things are looking out. So I did my temp job as a pension administrator for a few weeks. I hated every single bit of it, <laughs> not for Dina Selina. And I started uni. And this was in 2014. Did my four-year degree with in nutrition at Queen Margaret University. It was a learning curve because I went in not knowing anything in science. And I think you should have some kind of like baseline when it comes to that. I don't know if I got accepted because I'm foreign, I pay actually cash to, to study there, or if it was because of my grades, because, or maybe a combination, I don't know, because only 30 people got accepted around that number. And I think it was over 900 applica applic applicators, applica applications, applications. Who knows? Anyways, it worked out for me because I graduated and I am, I am now working at, as a nutritionist and is my passion. Now, during uni, I quickly realized gut health is the shit. Gut health is the new thing that's coming out there. Gut health is going to be big, right? And I was, I was quickly like starting to read up about gut health. I did my dissertation on gut health. I did start like, you know, taking probiotic and prebiotics and trying to learn as much as I could. And there wasn't much information out there because this was in 2014, 2015. And I was, and I think it was like 2000s when the gut health research started coming out. So there wasn't that easy to navigate the gut health space. But about two years into uni, I figure out, right, I better get myself some kind of job in nutrition or some kind of like, some kind of experience because I had another job at the time working for a hair transportation company, which was, which was a great job. But I was like, I'm not going to be in this job forever and I need to get some experience before finishing uni because I can't just finish uni without any like work experience and believe I'm going to start working as a nutritionist. It doesn't make sense. So I decided to email every single nutritionist in Edinburgh area uh, just be like, hey, I'm a student. I'm in my second year studying nutrition. I would like to work for you or do some kind of internship. And one person got back to me and that was Amanda Hamilton which is one of UK's leading nutritionists and she's also big on gut health and juice fasting. So she called me and we had like a quick interview on uh, the phone and she's like, great, yep, let's do it. And I was like, oh my God, I just got a job with Amanda Hamilton. And I was like over the moon. So I started working for Amanda, uh, second year of uni and just started learning, you know, all the, thing, all the things behind the scenes about being a nutritionist. Uh, I was helping her out on her retreats. I was doing like boring admin work. I was de developing recipes. I was writing plans. I was doing like everything you could think of when it comes to nutrition and having a nutrition business. So I gained so much experience and value from Amanda and working with her because it was literally just like, you know, you were just, I was just thrown into it because Amanda was just like, can you do this? And I'm like, short no idea how to do it so I have to like teach myself how to do it and it worked out well and we're still friends to this day and I worked for her I think for five or six years it's just not full-time just like part-time 
type thing and yeah it just been an amazing experience working with Amanda and she's just such a brilliant person and nutritionist so yeah I'm like always will always be thankful to her and that leads me to where I am now so after kind of like working with Amanda I kind of like was doing a bit stuff on the side with Instagram or you know I started with my website and I started promoting my services but I wasn't really sure what I was doing or what I want to do or how I want to do it and I'm kind of still kicking myself a little bit that I wasn't more um like I didn't really sit down with a strategy or knowing exactly what I was wanting to do or planning to do but you know I think it's all just like it's just everything is a learning curve and you just figure it out along the way and I am one of those people that will kind of like just you know sit and think and you know just do my own thing or whatever and just figure it out because also within that space I became a DJ <laughs> so and I was I actually wanted to pursue my life as or my career as a, a, like a famous DJ that was the goal because I loved it so much like when I discovered DJing I was just like holy fuck this is the one I'm looking for this is my passion right I'm very back and forth, guys. If you don't realize that, I'm a Gemini, so we might explain a little bit there. But yeah, I was started DJing and just thought that was my, you know, calling in life. And that was my real passion. And did that for about, well, still have done it, have done that for about four years now, I think, coming up to four years. And the first two was just like proper, that's what I wanted to do, put this nutrition mission business on the side. And then Obviously the pandemic happened and then I was kind of waiting for the pandemic to stop so I could start DJing again because I was like taking off just before uh, the pandemic. And then I realized, you know what? The pandemic is not stopping anytime soon. It's still going to happen. Maybe I should bring my nutrition business back in, into flow. And, and then I just started doing that again. And then I was juggling both things for so long and I was loving it. I was like DJing at the weekend and I was like doing my nutrition at the weekdays. And then it came to a point where I was just like, hang on, what do I prefer? And I quickly realized that I, my passion for DJing is kind of disappeared. It was really strange because I don't know if you ever like loved something so much and then suddenly it's just the love is gone and you're just like, what happened there? Like, what, what's going on? Because I still enjoy to DJ and I still love music and it's a big part of my life, but I just don't have that passion anymore. It's just like kind of, it's, as I said, it's gone. And I think around during that time as well, I was just like, okay, what am I doing with my nutrition business? Because I I don't want to be the classic, you know, nutritionist that gives you a diet plan and makes you healthier and like, Obviously everyone makes you healthier, but just like, I wanted to have a specialized service. I wanted to be this, you know, that one nutritionist that's going doing something extraordinary. It's gonna like give you like amazing results quicker, faster, better. And I discovered blood analysis. And I was like, wow, this is the shit. Like I knew that obviously gut health, like that is what's mostly important to look at when you have any health issues, if you're struggling to lose weight, if you have any symptoms, you know, cause that's, that's stemmed from like all diseases and conditions and symptoms. And when I learned from a blood analysis that I can actually read what's going on in the gut 
through blood, through a blood test, I was like stunned. Like how, how the fuck can you do that? So I hired a mentor, Jake Dolishaw. Look him up if you don't, if you haven't. He's, he's amazing. I've learned so, so much from him. So please check him out. Anyways, I hired him for about six months and I learned so much. I was just like, whoa, this is a whole new world. And this is like, this is the speciality I was looking for. This is the information I need to know to help my clients the best way possible. So I was working with him. I learned blood analysis. I then stopped working with him and then kind of like structure my business and my services and how I was going to do it. I started doing blood analysis as a service. And then I think maybe another six months went and I hired Jake again, just to get dig a bit more deeper and used him for another, I can't remember how long it was, but I think, no, actually I think I had him for like eight months and then I did it for like three or four or something like that, or maybe two months, I can't remember. But I think it turned up to about a year. Uh, I had Jake as a mentor and then I realized myself, oh my God, I have gut issues. Okay. And I was just, so much made sense because what I had, I had candida overgrowth. I ha also had H. pylori. Um, and one thing with the candida overgrowth, right? Okay. So candida overgrowth can give you not necessarily like a lot of like gut symptoms, like it can, like the bloating and stuff like that. I have like massive sugar craving is one of them because sugar feeds candida. But one thing that really like stuck out with me because after I put myself on a protocol, I noticed this shift, okay? Because remember earlier when I said, oh, I was just, I've been kicking myself that I haven't really like focused that much on my business and I've just been like a bit there and there, right? Okay. Now the thing about candida overgrowth, it can give you like mental symptoms such as low mood, anxiety, depression, low motivation, because as soon as I finished my candida growth overgrowth protocol, my gut health protocol that I designed for myself, I was then on the ball. I was then working. I was then back in love with working and doing things. And I just like, I had a, you know, I got so much energy from working before I would like procrastinate as much as I could. And I just like, I first thought, well, maybe it's just my passion just came back or motivation came back. But just thinking back at it, it was after I did my protocol. And then I was even more like, holy shit, holy shit. This is revolutionary. Like the thing that this is, people don't know more about this is insane because what you feel, what you think can have, can be because of your gut health, because, can be because of an overgrowth, okay? And this is just one of those things that I'm like, this is the things I wanna to speak to you guys about. There's so much to the nutrition world. There's so much information and knowledge I have and I can share so much on social media but I can't go into the deep things like this unless it's on a podcast so here I am and this is where what I want to do and this is what this podcast is going to be about now this year has been a very strange year for me and I'm not going to go too into detail of why but this year has been pretty sad bad year for me and just because of personal issues a lot of stress it's this year has been stressful this is the the world of the world for this year is stress okay now stress alters your microbiome stress can cause dysbiosis when there's like an overgrowth in, of bacteria in the gut lack of beneficial bacteria or an imbalance of the good and the bad and i notice symptoms coming back the low motivation the anxiety the 
depression more or less. I'm not saying in severe cases. I'm just like, you know, when you're, well, if you can have negative thoughts, but really quickly like bounce back, you're, you're good at self-regulating. When you go into that hole and you just overthink, that's when, you know, that's when you just get in a really bad state and it's hard to kind of pull yourself back. Anyways, I started noticing this coming back again because of all the stress I've been experiencing. And I noticed that, you know, the candida is coming back because candida is very difficult to get rid of because uh, it's very stubborn. It feeds on sugar. You have to use certain supplements to, to get rid of it. And it can come back if you live in a stressful life or you drink a lot of alcohol or if you train intensely or if you diet is bad there's so many different factors but just this year has just been so stressful for me it's just everything just going shambles right and this is the thing guys you can heal your gut but you can bounce back to where you started because life happens right life happens you know alcohol happens people happens you know you know there's so much that happens in life and this is why it's so important to know how to get yourself back to health, okay? That is so, so important. So, but knowing how do you get rid of candida overgrowth or dysbiosis and all that kind of stuff? Like, how do you do that? That's the, that's the hard question because it took me a long time to fully understand it myself because it is complex and it is complicated and it's not like, oh, just go on this diet and you're fine. Sometimes you need nutritional support and from supplements you need to change your lifestyle you need to manage your stress levels you need to exercise the right way you need to sleep properly there's so much to it than just eating right okay a completely holistic lifestyle is it's so much more more yeah it's so much more to it and this is why i am doing what i'm doing and and you know helping the clients that i'm helping and because of this right I feel like this should be public knowledge and I feel like everyone should know this. It should be common knowledge, right? And it is not because it's so complex and you can obviously Google and read and mentor and listen to podcasts and all that kind of stuff, but it's really hard to really wrap your head around it because there's so much information, okay? Because even as I said, it took a long time for me. And this is exactly the reason why I've now started to create, well, why I've created a gut health course that teaches you everything about this, like what dysbiosis is, how it happens, how your gut works, how to heal a gut for dysbiosis, candida, bacterial, fungi, whatever it is. I'm putting every single thing of this, all the information I have, all the information that I use for my clients, every single supplement, what they're for, duration, dosages, everything that I do with my clients, what I do with myself, I put into one course, like everything into one course. And that's gonna be launched hopefully now in October, guys, because we've been working on this for so, so long. And it's just gonna, you know, it's just gonna change the way you look at your health and your gut health. And if, you know, even myself as a registered nutritionist and an optimal health coach, even I can get gut issues because of life, because life is stressful. You know, this can happen again and again and again. Life happens, but if you have the knowledge, if you have the tools of getting yourself back to health, you're fine. 
you're absolutely fine, but it's just about learning it. And this is why I want to put everything into a course and I want you to be able to, you know, learn everything. It's everything in simple terms. It's not going to be like, you know, all the, the, the deep biology and chemistry and all that kind of stuff. There is aspects of that, of course, that you need to understand, but I'm laying everything out in layman terms and simplify everything so you can understand it because... As I said, I used to be a person who wouldn't even know what, you know, what to do with biology and all that in school. And now I have a degree, I have a science degree in nutrition. And now I'm creating a course for, you know, exactly where I was 10 years ago. Oh, I feel like I went on a, like a full on like tantrum there or like rant, rant I mean. I, I hope you can hear how passionate I am about this because... It honestly breaks my heart when I can when I see people struggling with bloating every day, struggling with digestive digestive issues, struggling with just like colds and flus all the time, or feeling achy, or feeling upset, or having anxiety and having depression. It's not how we're meant to be. We're meant to be happy. We're meant to thrive. We're meant to wake up with energy every day. We're meant to feel good every single day. Like. Obviously the sad stuff, the bad stuff happens and we need those to happen in order to understand what true happiness is. But if you're laying in bed every night, having dark thoughts, having anxiety, struggle with coping with life or afraid of waking up the next morning or stressed about it, you know, we shouldn't be like that. That's not how life should be. And a lot of it can be due down to your gut health and what you eat. So... This is going to be launching soon, guys. I'm going to put all the information of this in the description box, if that's what you call it on the podcast. I think so. Yes, you can sign up to the VIP list and everyone that signs up to the VIP list is going to get £100 off. It's going to be so much information. You can go and look at what it's going to include on the website. So sign up to the VIP list if this is something you need. I would say you need this. And it's like, this is just going to be launched for 10 days and then you won't be able to get it until maybe like next year at some point. So I don't know when, because as well, you will be able to give me feedback and you'd be like, Dina, I want you to talk more about this or are we missing this or I want this. And I'd be like, no worries, I'll add that into course. You can help me give feedback and you can tell me exactly what you need in this course and what information you want or if you need anything to be redone or anything like that. I am like, I want to make this course the best course possible and the best course possible that I can help you heal your gut. So sign up to the VIP list. I really hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. I feel like I can just, I, I feel like I went on the flow there, guys. I feel like I just can chat all day, but I just don't want this first episode to be too long and obviously I'm talking about myself the whole podcast uh, and that's not what I'm planning to do but I felt like I just needed to have this introduction and just say hello and just explain my story and where I came from and and what I believe in and what I'm passionate about and you know just kind of like say hey this is Dina Selena and welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Anyways guys I'm also going to say that I don't know how often I will do podcasts. If I want it to be a weekly thing, but I'm not going to put the pressure on myself because as you probably gather from this podcast, I can be a little bit over over the place. But when I finalize on something, I've finalized it and I've still, I still need to create 
a couple of more podcasts before I will commit to a weekly one. So maybe, I know, I don't know, I'm not going to speculate. It's going to happen. I'll let you know when it's out. You can obviously subscribe to the podcast and we'll let you know when the next episode is out. Of course, please, 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 please give this podcast a follow. And if you would do a rating, you know, this is the first episode, please give me a five-star rating because that's the way I will reach other people as well. So I feel like I need some water when I do this podcast because I haven't had a sip of water for 40 minutes and I felt like I've been talking a lot. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love you all. If you're not following me on Instagram, please give me a follow over there. You can find all the informations and links in the description box for this episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day and I will speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of High on Health. If you enjoyed today's episode or found it helpful, please share this episode on Instagram or any other social media platform and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave me a review as it helped me reach more people with this message. Until next time, stay curious, stay healthy and keep that gut feeling good.